the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Crazy. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I pray is being a blessing to you. That's called being imitators of Christ. God's got something that he wants all of his children to do. He wants all of us to be imitators of Christ. All of God's children after being born again are to be imitators of God and live the life that Jesus did. Since our being imitators of God is what God wants us to do, then being imitators of God ought to be what we all should do. And being imitators of Christ is how we do what God wants all of us to do. We ought to purpose with everything in us to do everything we can do to be imitators of Christ like the Father wants us to do. Each and every one of us who've been blessed to be born again ought to purpose in ourselves that our lives will represent and demonstrate everything that God wants our lives to represent and demonstrate so we can demonstrate to everybody in this world that it's the life lived in Christ that's the life that should be lived by them too. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Because it's all designed to be able to make sure you call evil good and good evil. You start operating evil as though it's good. <laughs> ain't this fun? No, it ain't fun. It's evil. Praise God. Oh, isn't this? I don't like this. You should. It's good. Praise God, because God said it's good. Now, the only way that we can effectively protect ourselves from calling good evil and evil good is to know what good really is. The only way that we can protect ourselves, somebody say protect yourself, for you wreck yourself. Amen. The only way we can effectively protect ourselves from calling evil good and good evil is to know what good really is. I said to know what good really is. Not what I think it is, what it really is. Not what mama said it is, what it really is. Not what auntie nana said it is, but what it really is. Well, you know, Pookie, Ray Ray, you know, Raul, you know, Raul, fool. Not, not, not any of y'all up in here if you're Raul. Praise God. But I'm talking about our job is to find out what it really is. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Now, notice what I said. The way to protect yourself from calling evil good and good evil is to know what good really is. We don't need to know what evil is. All we need to know is what good is. We don't need to know what evil is. All we need to know is what is good. 
I saw on the earlier service, praise God, that I used to work in a bank many, many, many years ago. Praise God, many, many handling money and, 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 and handling big money. Praise God, many, many, many moons ago. Praise God. In fact, it was a savings and loan back then. So, you know, had, you know, handling big money. Praise God. And they needed to train us because counterfeiting where I came from was big. Praise God. Counterfeiting was big. Praise God. Because folk was printing up some money. Praise God where I came from. Praise God. Hey, man. Hey, you know, you know, folk do what they do. Anyway. And, and so when they trained us about counterfeit money, they didn't teach us counterfeit money. They didn't like list us and put up in front of us all the counterfeit money so we can learn, you know, what was counterfeit about it. All they did was teach us what real money is. All they did was train us what real money was. Because now that I know what the real is, as soon as I look at counterfeit, it stand out like a, a sore thumb. Stand out like it got my picture on it. Praise God. Amen. What a fro. Praise God. Is anybody? <laughs> Somebody said, no, no, that, ain't, that, that, that can't be real. That's, that's counterfeit. Because once you know what real is, you automatically can see counterfeit a mile off. That's why I can tell bad teaching a mile off because I know what the real is. That's why I can tell bad doctrine a mile off because I know what the real is. Because I took the time to study it, study the real, to be able to find out what's the real. So once counterfeit come around, I'll be like, oh, not, uh, wrong answer. That is not God. Because you got to know what the real is. That's why bad doctrine can move through most church members. Because they don't know what the real is. They don't know what they're looking at. They can't tell the difference. Because they don't know what the real is. That's why Satan can continue to cause Christians to do the opposite of what they're supposed to do. Because they don't know what the real is. They don't know what a real Christian is. They don't know what Christianity is. They don't know what the word of God has to say about anything. That's why they continue to laugh and play thinking it's okay when God clearly said that ain't what you're supposed to do for a moment, much less a day. Because they don't know what the real is. Look at your neighbor and say, he being for real. Mm-hmm. All we need to know is know what the real is. Because see, evil is what good ain't. Evil is what good ain't. I gave you the definition of evil. Evil is what good ain't. I know my English is bad, but my teaching is real good. Praise God. Because all you got to do is find out that it ain't good, then it's evil. All you got to do is find out it don't match up with good, then it's evil. You don't have to learn all the 75 different ways that folk lie. All I got to do is find out the truth. I don't need to know the 150 different ways that folk pull people and do, pe- do things with people that ain't got no business. All I need to do is the one way that I'm supposed to do. And everything else is good. It's evil. See, the Bible teaches us that ain't nothing good but God. Isn't that what it teaches? Mm-hmm. It says ain't nothing good but God. Well, if that's the case, then that means, therefore, the only thing, I said only, the only thing that's good is what God says is good. Because if God don't say it's good, it ain't no good. I don't care what auntie say. If God, say, if God don't say it's good, it ain't no good. I don't care what your television preacher said. If God don't say it's good, it ain't good. Therefore, only that which God says is good is actually good. The only thing that's good, somebody could put a Ben's uh, uh, emblem on a hoopty. That don't make it a Ben's. Is anybody here up here? Y'all don't want to work with me up here. And you can put a good sticker on evil. That don't make it good. It ain't good till God says it's good. And when God says it's good, that is good. See, the other side is equally true. Everything that God says is evil really is evil. Did you hear what I just said? Everything that God says is evil really is evil. It really is. It really is. Well, I don't know about this. No, really. It's evil. 
I was telling the earlier service, praise God, to say, I, I, I'm a blessed man. I really am. I'm a blessed man. Ask me one of the reasons why I'm a blessed man. Most important one is because God loves me. Praise God. That's why I'm a blessed man. But the second reason is because I cooperate with him. Because I cooperate with him. Now, when I got born again, my entire life was the opposite of what the word of God had to say. I mean, it wasn't a single thing in my life lined up with God. I did everything wrong. I did stuff I thought was right. I found out was wrong. But everything was wrong. But I, I, I found out a deep revelation. Anybody want it? Anybody want it? I'll give it. Anybody want it? Hands, please. Hands, please. Anybody want it? All right, I'll go ahead and give it to you. I found out a deep revelation. God know more than me. Some of y'all are like, well, that ain't nothing deep. No, I can tell because you don't live right. Praise God. But I found out God know more than me. And, and, and I also found out another one. Anybody want another one? It matches good with it. God's right all the time. He ain't ever wrong. And so if he right all the time and he ain't ever wrong, then I found out whatever he say was right that didn't match what I was doing, then I was the one that was wrong. And I don't know about you, I want to be right. Now that's after I got saved. Before I got saved, I ain't getting nothing about being right. Praise God. I just wanted to be prosperous. I ain't getting nothing about being right. I just wanted to play. I wanted to lay. I wanted to do everything outside of what the word of God had to say. I ain't getting nothing about being right. Don't None of y'all know what I'm talking about. Just take good notes. Just trust me on this one. That's so all I was interested in. But after I got saved, I had this new concept in me. Be right. Do right. Act right. Live right. Because I found out my God is right. And since he's right all the time, I found out how often I'm supposed to be right. All the time. So I found out I can't get you no know, day off to be wrong. Come on, let me at least give me the day off, be wrong. Be wrong for a day. I found out, no, it don't work that way. I'm supposed to be right all the time. <laughs> Anybody, you don't get no vacations from right. Are you listening to me over here? I'm going to just take the day off. I don't feel like being right today. I'm going to take the day off. I'm going to call in sick. <laughs> God, I'm sick. <laughs> I can't, can't be right today. Praise God. It don't work that way. God wants us to be right all the time. So what I, I decided to do is that every time I found out what the word of God said, I accepted that it's true. And I changed what I did to match what he said. Because if I'm going to be right and everything he say is right, then that means I got to line up everything he said to what he said is right. So if he said it was evil, whether I liked it, didn't like it, whether I was feeling it or not feeling it, how I felt was irrelevant. See, it wasn't about how I feel. It's what did he reveal. Because if he revealed it to me and he right, and he trying his best to give me the life that he want me to have. Because he said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. I accepted the first part. That's the eternal life. Now it's time for me to get a chance to live it out while I'm here on earth. Because he wants that's what is done in heaven to be done on earth. He wants me to be able to live it out right now too. So if that's the case, then I got to accept what he says and make the necessary changes. You know, I'm really not talking about me. I'm really talking about you. Because every one of us has to be able to accept that what God said is true. And make the necessary changes. So that we can be able to live out what he has in store for me and you. But don't let your head drop. Remember he came that you might have life. And that you might have it more abundantly. It's only Satan's lies that make you think that you're going to have less. By doing what God said do. It's only Satan's lies that's going to cause you to make you think you're going to have less. By doing what God said do. Oh I ain't going to be able to do it. I'm going to be able to miss out on some stuff. Mm-hmm. Agony. Problems. Baby mama drama. Yeah, you're going to miss out on all that. Praise God. Amen. Being broke, being sick, you know, being all confused, looking crazy. Yep, you're going to miss out on all that. 
Yeah, praise God. I know you're trying to hold on to all that. Some of us want that to go. So wait till, so to the Lord, we ain't going to say no. Turn to John chapter 17. Jesus prayed for you so that you can be able to live this life out that God, God planned for you. Jesus prayed for you. My God, that's a good thing to know. I'm comforted by the fact that God prays for us. Jesus prayed for me and you. So we can be able to live this thing out like he intended us to. We're going to read about it in John chapter 17. We'll start reading verse 6. Letters in red. So this is what Jesus says. So you know he ain't lying. This is where you see Jesus prayed to the Father concerning his disciples. That's both his disciples then and his disciples now. That's both his disciples then and his disciples now. Here's what he said. Starting with verse 6. I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. Thine they were, and thou gavest them me, and they have kept thy word. Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. For I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me. And they have received them and have known surely that I come out from thee. And they have believed that thou didst send me. I pray for them. All right, now look at somebody say, God's praying for you. He said, I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which, are, which thou hast given me, for they are thine. And all mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to thee, Holy Father. Keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. Did you hear what he just prayed? That we might be one, just like they was one. God wants Jesus praying that we be one with the Father, just like he was one with the Father. O.C., 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 O.C. See, when Jesus was one with the Father, he wasn't sick a day in his life, wasn't broke a day in his life, wasn't in despair pulling out his hair, wondering where, where his next blessings going to come from. He was living large and in charge everywhere he went. He was protected. Come on now. He, 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 was, he was blessed walking and talking. So blessed that everybody else was blessed around him too. Praise God. That's the life that God has intended for me and you. He wants us to be one with the Father. There's no disconnection, no separation, no differences between him and us. Whereas we be one just like it was with him. Jesus and the Father was one in name, aim, purpose, thought, and direction. God wants the same thing for us. That's why he's going to provide us correction. So we can be one in name, aim, purpose, thought, and correction the same way too. So we can be able to live this thing out like God intended for me and you. What verse I leave off on? See if you're paying attention. Praise God. Yep, verse 11. He said, and now I am no more in the world. But these are in the world, and I come to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them in the world, I kept in thy name. Those that thou gavest me, I have kept, and none of them is lost, but the son of perdition, that the scriptures might be fulfilled. And now come out of thee, Father, come out to thee. And these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. Did you hear that? He said, I'm speaking words in this world so that the joy that I had, they can have. That the joy that I had, they can have. Not that they can have a similar joy, but they can have the same joy that I had while they was walking the faith. Oh, oh, see, oh, see, oh, see, oh, see. Same joy? I don't read no place in scripture where Jesus was ever sad and mad and, and, and I saw constantly where he was glad I see no place in him where he was in despair depressed wondering what to do <laughs> what am I going to do we don't see that up in there because he had joy Amen. and this joy that he had 
The world didn't give it to him. The world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. And the same one with me and you, that when we have this joy, oh, see, life's going to be good in whatever hood we in. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Let's read. That's verse 13. Verse 14. I have given them thy word and the world hath hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but thou shouldest keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. This is a prayer that Jesus was praying. Praise God. This is a prayer that Jesus was praying, both for the disciples then and the disciples now. Jesus prayed that we, speaking of the children of God, would be one with the Father just like he was one with the Father. That we would be one with the Father just like he was one with the Father. Now, you might say, well, how how is Jesus one with the Father? I'm glad you asked. He didn't say anything other than what the Father said, and he didn't do anything other than what he saw the Father do. He didn't do anything other than what the Father said. He didn't say nothing other than what the Father said, and he didn't do anything other than what the Father do. Oh, see, can I testify? Once again, I got to come back to me again. Praise God. I remember when I first got saved, I told you my entire life was the opposite of everything that God said. My entire, I, all my actions, all my behaviors, all my thoughts was totally the opposite of what God had to say. But then I got saved. Okay. And then when I got saved, praise God, God started teaching me concepts. One of the concepts that he taught me, praise God, that one right there. He said, Jesus, who I am now a part of, I am, I'm part of his body now. I'm him now. I'm, I'm, I'm locked in with him. I ain't telling you I'm Jesus. Don't be like running out of here. He think he's Jesus. That's not what I said. Praise God. I'm saying that I'm his body. Praise God. I'm, I'm locked in with him. Is anybody hearing me up here? I know folks. I got, I got to clear things up. Praise God. Anyway. <laughs> well, right here, say, that brother think he's Jesus. No, that, that ain't even what I said. Right? I didn't mean it that way if I said it that way. Praise God. But anyway, point I'm trying to raise is he taught me this. Because I used to do a lot wrong. But he started saying, Simple concept to me whenever I reach to do something. Whatever I, I would even thank to do something. Thank, past possible ghetto as you already decided it. Now you're just trying to carry it out. Praise God. I, I thank to do it. He stopped and said, did you see me do that? I get ready to say something. He said, did I say that? I'm like, no. He said, well, why are you doing it? I'm like, my bad. So I make the adjustment. Somebody would say something to me, I'm ready to knock their teeth down their throat, because that's how I roll, praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. As soon as my hand would start coming out of my pocket, the Lord would say, is that what I did? I'm like, well, no, not really. <laughs> He's like, well, then what you doing? I'm like, I'm putting my hand back in my pocket, I'm walking away. I'm putting it, that straight razor back, praise God. And I'm, I'm closing it back up and walking away, praise God. Because I found out he don't do that. That revolutionized my life. Because the more I found out about the word of God, the more I found out about what he do. The more I found out about what he do, I found out about what I don't do. And what I'm going to do if I'm going to walk like that too. See, we need to learn to make adjustments to whatever he do. That if he don't do it, you don't do it. If he don't look at it, you don't look at it. If he don't look at it, you don't look at it. Want an example? I'll give it to you. Jesus was trying to be set up by the Pharisees and the Sadducees. 
nor the Pharisees, nor to take him down. So they brought a woman caught in the act of adultery. I said the act of adultery. I didn't say it was considering adulterizing. I'm saying in the act of adultery. I didn't say had finished adulterizing, took her shower, and then put on her clothes. I said caught in the act of adultery. Most folk don't adulterize fully clothed. Come on, work with me. In the act, Ruta, Tudor, all right there. And drug her before Jesus. Threw her down in front of her with her neck itself. And the Bible says Jesus immediately looked down and started writing in the sand. Dang, she fine. No, for real. <laughs> no, that ain't what he wrote. That he was, he wrote, <laughs> point I'm trying to raise is he looked down. Watch now. He looked down. Why did he look down? Because that's his sister. He ain't supposed to be looking at that. That's a woman. He ain't supposed to defile her like that. So he looked down and refused to be able to even though they set him up like that, he refused to look. So when I read that, I found out what I'm supposed to look at. And I found out what I'm not supposed to look at. Because if I'm going to be imitator of Christ, I can't be looking at nobody's nakedness. Because that ain't what I'm supposed to be looking at. Because if he don't do it, I don't do it. Brothers in the house go, if he doesn't do it, you don't do it. But man, she got it all out there, done. Do what's called a holy turn. Brothers up in here know what it is on one, two, three. Just turn your head, praise God. Is anybody hear me up in here? Protect her honor, even if she don't know how to protect her honor. You protect her honor, even if she don't know how to protect her own honor. If she walk out bahoganies all out, that don't mean you got to be a bahoganie inspector. Is anybody hear me up in here? You are an honor protector. You're not a Bahugany inspector. You're an honor protector. Is anybody hear me up in here? Know your role in life. Praise God. You're supposed to protect a woman's honor. Y'all don't want to work with me up in here. You got to learn to adjust everything to what God has to say and conduct your life according to what he has to say. Since the father only does good and doesn't do evil, then Jesus only did good. Praise God. And he only did what was good and never did that which was evil. That's because... Part of the oneness that Jesus prayed that we'd be with the Father is just like, this is part of the oneness that he prayed that we would be just like he was with the Father. He wants us to be one with the Father. Go back to verse 11, please. This gets powerful. Verse 11, it says, And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. I came to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are one. Did you hear what he just said? He's, now, now, I want you to pay attention to this. He says, now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. I come to thee, Holy Father, keep them thine own name. Now, that might not mean nothing to a lot of people up in here, but when you read the words of Jesus and look back through the words of Jesus, most times that he, called, he spoke about God, he, talked, he called him Father. Father, 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 that's what he said over and over again. Father, 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 my Father, everything was my Father. Father, Father, my Father, till he get here. And then he says, Holy Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning that God really does desire for us to be imitators of Him. I hope that you're seeing that this wonderful opportunity to be like Him is an opportunity that definitely should be taken advantage of by you and me, by being more and more like He wants all of us to do and be. I don't know about you, 
but I'm going to do just that. That is be as much like him as I can be. I hope you make the same decision as me. If you want to get a message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center. 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Where the Faith Christian Center is located in 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. We also invite all the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday evening. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointed and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults, ages 18 through 30-ish, who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. Fellowship starts at 7 p.m., and it lasts until they go home. AGW hanging. Child care is provided at no charge, and VIP transportation services available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are also walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought to being young and saved is boring must not know G-Dub. And to all the ladies in San Antonio and surrounding areas, we invite all of you to come out to our Blessed Women of God by annual Women's Wisdom Conference next week. Opening night will be Thursday evening, November 9th at 6.45 p.m. Ladies, it's going to be all the way live. There'll be three sessions on Friday, November 10th, at 10 in the morning, at 12 noon, and at 6.45 p.m. And there'll be three sessions on Saturday, November 11th, beginning at 9.30 a.m. with a Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship and all-you-can-eat breakfast prepared by the Brothers of Word of Faith just for you ladies. There'll be another session at 12.30 and a closing session at 6.45. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. Child care VIP transportation service is provided for all the sessions at no charge. So ladies, make plans to come on through and bring some other sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word to have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.